This is not your normal lecture on hip-hop. We are going into a more metaphysical, spiritual, philosophical approach to hip-hop. It's more controversial, I must say, at the beginning of this. I don't mean to offend anyone at all, but there's the door. listening to each one teach one with young baka concept 714 and concept 714 concept 818 tonight man oh yeah beautiful beautiful drive down here though do i do enjoy the drive i gotta tell you do you you know what it is i like you like the graffiti paul dwyer's homeless man at the end of every uh off ramp uh the one thing i will say about la no matter what exit you get out of it smells like piss yeah uh, it, and there's a bum. Like it, it's like almost like the bums greet you at this point. It's like, hey, like you know, you know, it, you're in LA. We we prefer the um, we prefer homeless man down homeless here. Yeah, or homeless or uh, houseless uh, challenge house house ch- um, housing challenge <laughs> housing challenge. <laughs> so what's up, man? You you home from Texas? I am home from Texas. You official now? Uh, okay, so what the way it works is um, so Zulu or Mighty Zulu Kings is one of these things where like if you ask. You can't join. I don't know if that means you can never, ever, ever able to join, but you don't join by asking. And if you ask, you get put at the end of the line pretty much, right? I think they just go like... And why is that? We discussed this last time, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, they, they go, we don't recruit. We don't, we don't ask you to join. We recognize. And that's really what they want to do. Is it, It's kind of like if you give yourself a compliment, it's not the same as if somebody were to go to, hey, you look really good in that shirt. And so you're going like, damn, I look good in the shirt. So the fact that you think that you're good enough to be in Sulu probably proves that you're not good enough to be in there. Or they probably don't want the kind of person that thinks they're good enough. Yeah. Because there is a humidity. Uh, humidity's <laughs> yeah. the weather, isn't well, it? Well, no, I was in Texas, so there was humidity. That works, too. But the, how, how hot is it in Texas? Dude, it was fucking is hot. It, is it a big difference, or is it just... You know what it was? It was, it was? it was a weird hot. It was like the floor was hot. It was sticky, Because right? the day was hot, so like it just like bounced up, and it almost caused like this greenhouse effect where it was like humid and dry at the same time, if that makes... Dude, it's just... Texas heat is weird. Sounds awful. I'll be honest with you. It was not... The heat was not the best part of the, of the trip, but it was not the worst part of the trip. What was the worst part of the trip? I got sick. Oh, did you? I didn't know that. You got sick off the food or you just... Okay, so, uh, and I think it's because I was a prospect. They were really like, hey, yo, man, this. listen up. We're going to do what we're going to do. You just kind of kind of got followers, right? I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, were you the only prospect there or was there other people as well? Yes, I was the only prospect this that's time big. on that trip. That's right? huge. They all knew I was coming. Mm-hmm. And beforehand, they, get, they had all had like a chance to like check me out and stuff like that. So then uh, when I got there, they were already knew who I was, but they didn't know they didn't exactly know what I did. And they didn't oh, know Oh, they didn't me. know what you did? Well, they, they did, but they didn't know. Like, I don't think they knew. I don't think till now they still don't know the extent. So what was the extent that they knew you of? They Concept, just knew you were some guy? This is Dips. Just MC? Uh, or? Prospect. Okay. Uh, Dips, the guy Concept, has a radio show. That was pretty much it. Because when I got there and I got to like break it down and like show them and da-da, they were really like taken back a little bit. You still have to explain to a lot of people what podcast is. I think. I think a lot of old school hip hop heads aren't caught up on podcasts. Yeah. Man. Anyone who, who, uh, 
I think maybe anyone who you who you need to know who a, what a podcast is they know by now. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is kind of like they really there's no reason why they should know, right? It's kind of weird. But so what I told them is I have an internet radio show. It's an easier way to explain things, right? Internet radio show. And I interview hip hop artists, right? And then I started shooting down the names and they were like, oh like they were super impressed. They were like serious. Like I think it went from a level of like Okay, it was young Baca. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they were like, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, when I did like uh, Raskas, DJ Revolution, Master Ace, they were like, holy fuck, like, right? And then it turns out that LENS is like really good friends with Master Ace. Oh, nice. So it just got. Master Ace is huge. I don't see Master Ace on a lot of other stuff. I don't think I've right. ever seen him on anything else. And I was super surprised when he was just so like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. He did. And, and he was so, he was even so cool. I hit him up, I showed him the wish list. And he goes, oh, DJ Revolution, that's my brother. I got and you. he made that happen for you? I haven't seen Revolution on anything else. That's what I'm, what I tell people, like, what are you most proud of? I tell them, like, I think the DJ Revolution, because type in DJ Revolution interview. And you don't get anything. Nothing, except for mine. Except Wake the Flock Up. Except for Wake the Flock Up. And for him to sit there for an hour and a half, bro, like, that was big. Yeah. And he talks from his childhood to everything, right? But uh, Mass Days, we treated him good, dude. We, did, we gave him the whole treatment. We picked you got him up. Peter Bled, right? Picked him up from the airport, right? Him and two other dudes. Uh, um, picked him up from the airport, drove him back. What was he down here for? He was. It had um, to be a show or something, right? I don't I, see a lot of Master Ace shows either. I think he was doing. Uh, he was do. Oh, you know what? The he the new uh, album had just dropped for them. Okay. And uh, they were doing promotion, and I happened, dude. That's what I tell people. You happen to catch the wave. Make the effort. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't happen. And a just lot. reach out and, dude. People will surprise you and say, "Oh yeah, why not?" <coughs> Raskas. I mean, these people are just like. Dude, I've always grew. I grew up listening to. I would never have thought to be able to, like, meet. I'm, dude, I'm having conversations with them, just because I said, "Hey, I was wondering if you would be free for an interview." Yeah, let's do it. You don't get that close number if you don't ask her for it, right? Exactly. If you don't ask for it, hundred percent chance you're not getting it. Right. If you do ask her, it's fifty fifty percent chance. But I think well, people I'm think I'm eighty, you're twenty, and you whatever. Go think ahead. if you're like the, <laughs> if you're like if you're like a superstar, right? The girls will come and give you the number, right? But you're not a superstar. Unless you are a superstar, if that yeah. makes any sense. And the superstar is the five percent. If you're in the ten yeah. percent, you're still not going to get that number. Yeah, if you're if you're in the C C C list mm-hmm. and there's like an A, that mean obviously it's going to happen easier for the A, right? If you're a C lister, they're not going to approach you and give you that number. You have a better chance of getting it when you approach them, but yeah. it's not going to happen unless you're and B then they're A list. Like, oh, are you from? Blah, 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 blah. And then and you have they, to kind of casually it. drop in what shows you've been yeah. on, or who do yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, where they know you from. Like, oh, man, I got to film tomorrow. So what are you f- yeah. Boom. The best way to do it is that you, <laughs> you ask them, what do you do? And yeah. they say, oh, I'm, I do this, do that. You ask a lot of questions about the women, yeah. a woman, and then they respond to you. Oh, so what do Dating you do? Dating tips oh, with Young you know, you know, I um, That's a new podcast, I think. I do. I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about women. I don't want to. I don't know anything about women. I can't figure women out. Um, everyone thinks I have a lot of women. I have no women. Nobody shoots me any texts or anything like that, but. You have to be confident. What do you, confidence is the main thing. You give off this this energy of like, like, like you're calm. Like, dude, I'm. That's great that you say that because yeah. I'm a big ball of anxiety and insecurities. Yeah. Easily, dude. I'm insecure about a I, list dude, of things. I've never, I've never like, I, like, I can tell like some people are just like, I think people feel that around me because I probably I, I generate that a lot. I'm just always thinking of something. There's always something that I'm thinking about, something I want to do. Your mind's always moving. And so so then my body's always moving. Like yeah. I, you know, I rather dude, I rather stand up than sit down any day of the I week. I think you stood up every 
podcasts we've done. Not only do I have to do a lot of sitting when I do the editing, which is I, which I hate. I usually go to my kitchen counter and I just do like you crouch do the lean, down the lean and then, over the counter. Dude, I'm there for like two hours. Yeah, just sitting, just because I. Thank I, you for that, dude. Because I, I couldn't be doing that. I couldn't be doing editing. So I want to thank you for that. No, 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 no. I mean that that's my that's my contribution. That's I bring my the good job. looks. You bring the editing. You know what I mean? You're the you're the looks on the brain. There you go, man. Uh, so no, you 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 radiate this thing of like, like I I don't feel nervous around you because I don't think you're nervous. I I'm nervous a lot. You are, uh, dude. I, I struggle with anxiety. I'm what are you not a, nervous about? I, I'm just an anxious person. And, you know, I'm insecure about a couple of things. Um, I'm getting better, though. I'm, I'm, I think the more um, the more I keep working on myself, the more the yeah. less anxiety I produce, mm-hmm. the less anxiety I produce, the better chance I have of having a good quality conversation, having a good time when I walk in. But, dude, I can still walk in the supermarket and get super anxious. Mm. I, I don't, it's just the strangest thing. And it comes at random times. Let me, let me, let me submit this. I think... That because that because to me I, I'm like a hermit, dude. I really am, because uh, I feel I got a lot more shit to do mm-hmm. in th- that I need to be home for or I need to be indoors for than I do outside. Like some people are like their their livelihood or whatever it is they do is outdoors. I have a lot of stuff that I have to do at my home, at my desk, at my office. I hate being at home. I hate being at my office. Mm-hmm. If it's a Sunday night and I'm home chilling by myself, or just chilling. I'd rather be out. I'd rather be out at a club, listen to music. I'd rather be at a show, yeah. watching somebody perform. I just don't really like being. I like being out. I like being on the road. Too. How are you with being alone? I'm really good at being alone, but I've been produced to be alone my whole life. Right. I've been alone since I was practically five years old. Right. You know, so I was made to be alone. I, I really do enjoy my alone time, but I also like going out places and doing things. I don't like sitting on the couch. I think the nervousness that happens, like at the malls and stuff like that. It comes from you living alone and being alone most of the time. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't think that's what it is, though. You because don't think so. We have shows where we have 500 people, yeah. and I'm perfectly fine. But you're on. I'm on. I'm you're young Baca. On. You're young Baca at the time. It's like I tell you, like an MC, like me, I get super nervous, like right before I'm about to step on stage. Like I'm like, okay, I'm there. I'm, I get to first. I get there early because I don't want to be that dude. Getting there early is what makes you anxious, though. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But I do. I also want to be like the, you know, be there and support and do the, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, and then, but the minute I step on, that's it. It's gone. It disappears. Concept takes over, and I'm yeah. good, right? I think that's the same thing that happens. So how do you do concept on all the time? So you're never anxious. You're never insecure. Um, I don't know if he should be on all the time. I think Young Baka should be on all the time. Okay. I feel like I'm Young Baka all the time. Yeah. I don't ever feel like it fluctuates. I feel well. At home, I can't be concept with my daughter. Yeah. Right. At but what work, is concept? I can't really be concept to my boss or the people I work with. Right. But what is concept? Um, I'm a lot. I'm Concept's a, still a super respectful dude. Right. Right. But I'm st- I'm very. I know when to turn it on, and I think I like that. I like that I can turn it on and off. I feel some people can't turn it off, so that you see those those artists that like orange hair and like you know nothing like yeah that's them that's like like a Mike Storm. I don't know if Mike Storm can turn off being Mike Storm. I, I think Mike Storm's extremely comfortable with Mike Storm. I'm saying. So he's Mike Storm all the time. But he's Mike Storm, <laughs> though. There is no, there is no yeah. fluctuation yeah. of who he is and who he's not. I've had to have had so many different changes. And the one thing that's always constant is that concept. Because I've been constant since I was like 16. But I've been all these different titles. So I have to have been able to maneuver, you know? Yeah. Um, which I used to my advantage. Fly, you out of here, man? Right, be fly, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the man that made me go home at two o'clock on my own birthday. But no, sorry, it's a th- different conversation with a different time. Nah, 
<laughs> is that early or late for a birthday? The the club ended at one thirty. Oh, okay. The, the club ended at two o'clock. I was on my couch by two o'clock, oh. sitting there mad. I was pissed Why? off. Why? Because we had to go. Because I was told when I was on dance floor, I was feeling it. Do you ever see me on the dance floor? Do you ever see me having a good time at shows? No, I'm super nervous in okay. the back of my arms crossed. Right. Who drove? DJ and Info drove. So whose decision is it when we leave? Why did you have to come home? I, I was still trying to figure that out. Wait, I what was do you mad. Mean? I, I don't know. What? I was told, hey, we have to leave. By who? Who I was told by a couple people because I, I told the first two people to fuck off. Well, so ultimately, whose decision is it to go home? I still blame you. One hundred percent I blame hey, you. Man. Whatever. Two o'clock. The show ended at two yeah. so like I told you. You were home by two and ended I was at, two. at home by two. But at twelve o'clock it turned from We the West to a club. Yeah. Just a club night, people come in to dance. Yeah. And I was so it goes from twelve to two. You have a different yeah. DJ spinning, which was Perfectly fine with me. We had a good time. I was dancing. Yeah. I was drinking. It was my birthday. We were having a great time. Yeah. And then at 1.30, I was told, I was tapped on the shoulder saying, we have to go home. <laughs> and 2 o'clock, I was mad. I was mad the whole way, too. I, I expressed my frustrations. I'm still a little bit upset, but it's all good. Yeah. Hopefully, we have more birthdays coming up so we can keep oh, it going. Oh, you'll, you'll have plenty more. That's the plan, man. 25 is, is very young. Thank you for everything, man. Have a safe have a safe trip home. Drive safe. Love, bro. B5. It's open up for uh, Just Blaze in a couple weeks, That's man. what's up. Yeah, man. It's a hard get you on the do. show, dog. Yeah. Couple days. Sorry about that. Couple days. Stay safe, man. That's my adopted son now. There you go. You taking the wall mounted air condition? Uh, mine is window mounted. So whenever I get the luxury of having mall, mall wow, moving on up, man. Wall mounted, dude. I and you know what I have to do every summer. I'm What's the difference you? between the window mounted and the wall mounted? Just my, the, the mine's height. removable. Is about do you guys remove it? We have to because it's a window. Oh, so you have the section of the window <laughs> that's open. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. B flies coming back in. Oh, he he regretted What'd it. What'd you forget? <laughs> she said you can't come home yet. <laughs> Tyrone, uh, Tyrone's still there. There you go, man. Later, dude. B flies the dude, man. That's what's up, man. I meet he's, a lot of artists. Nice yeah, he's super nice. It's a little bit too nice. It makes me, it freaks me out. Because in L.A., you don't oh. meet a lot of nice guys like that. Oh, okay. So he's a nice guy, though. He's really cool. Oh, uh, air conditioner. All right. So every summer, okay, my window, dude, and I don't, I don't know why, why this is not a priority for the air conditioning company, okay? Air conditioners are built for windows, that are for windows, are built for windows that close down. Yeah. Not vertically. side to side. Vertically, right? yeah. So... My window closes side to side like every other human being's window. I don't know if they think that's, we live in like Kansas where the yeah. where you, you like no, but you know we live in like urban areas where windows slide. So does the air conditioner fit? Because usually when they close horizontally, the space is a lot smaller. It's not meant to close the way that we have it set up. So we put it it's on the window. It's not meant to be closed horizontally. The the door okay. The window is meant to close side to side. But the air conditioner is built for a window that closes up and down. Vertically, up and down, where you pull it down. So what I have to do is I have to close the window, and it kind of like it, it attaches right there, right? And then I go and I buy um, pixie glass. Is that what it's called? That see-through plastic glass? Yeah, plexiglass. Plexiglass. And and measure like the distance mm-hmm. that's left, because otherwise you'll have this you big have hole. Up, yeah. Because you can't leave the screen because you have the air conditioner. Yeah. So then I go and I measure it. And then I get uh, this foam, the sticky foam, and f- 
You fill it up and then you and put I, a flexi? And I fill it up. That has to look put, great. It, dude, it doesn't <laughs> look that bad. It, yeah, it doesn't? It's, it's justifiable. Now, here's the thing. Go with, with the, cocking next with, time. Cocking will hold the plexiglass in the place. But I don't need it to be permanent. Oh, need you need it to be movable? Be, because I'm going to take, when it come winter, I, I take the AC off. And then you punch the... And then we close the window. And, and you like, should still go with cocking though. Cocking, you could just cut it out. Can you just peel it off? You could just cut it out. Okay. You cut it out. So. Okay. Yeah, and the yellow, dude, the yellow goes. And then there's one time when I didn't realize it because said, the foam comes out yellowish, right? Yeah, and yeah. then it gets all over, and it says "Do not." And Get like, on your skin. They're like the cat is "Do not" is capital. Have contact with skin, otherwise it will blah blah blah. Dude, that should last like two, three weeks. What on, happened? On it your just skin. It irritated your skin. No, it, it just leaves like a like a like a layer of like. The smoothness from the glue, Ugh. and it's just there for like ever, dude. And, and dude, I'm telling you, I'm like, sure your wife loved it when you try to touch it. You know, it's, and then it dries and it's all. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the life that I have to deal with. One day we're gonna have central <laughs> air conditioning, so it's okay. Dude, oh my god, I cannot wait! I cannot wait! I'm gonna. Dude, I didn't have air conditioning until I was um 18. When okay. I was 18 years old, I got my first apartment. Uh-huh. Um, so up until that point, I was in foster homes, group homes. Um, I was living on the streets for a little bit couch to couch i never had any air conditioning foster home i lived in didn't have any air conditioning it's wildly impressive that you had your own apartment at 18 yeah i had to i had to sleep at some place but luckily I, I landed a um a steady job that i got a paycheck every week i was able to pay for yeah. the spot dude i thought i was the man it went from being homeless to having your own place mm-hmm. at 18 and you you've become a superstar man dude so okay but then I got air conditioning, and then I realized I can't live without air conditioning. <laughs> right. Did, did your, did your air conditioning was running when you left, right? Do you leave it running when you come home? No, because I'm gone for long periods of time. Oh, you are? Okay. And it, it's, you know, Loft 24 that we're currently in right yeah. now isn't that big. It doesn't take too long yeah. to um, cool, cool down. So. Yeah. And you're tall, so you can kind of just like tippy-toe and like yeah. hit Dude, your face. This, this air conditioning is awesome. It, it cools the place down it look, in it, eight it, minutes. I, well, it's, dude, I, I, you, so I went over there, and I pointed it at me because I'm standing here, right? Yeah. Like it just... Just amazing. So I just moved into the spot. If people that yeah, listen man. don't know, we're in Loft 24 right now, located yeah. in Van Nuys. Yeah. Um, I was living up the street, maybe about two miles up, and I had a pretty big place. You know, it was considered a luxury apartment. Me and my um, childhood friend, I've mm-hmm. known forever since I've known since I was 10 years old. We had a two bedroom, two bath. It was really cool. Yeah. So, um, unfo- I don't want to say unfortunately, but he, he, um, his, his girlfriend became pregnant. So, he did the right thing. He manned up and he he moved out with his girlfriend. Right. So by kind of leave, leave it left me with a place. I need to go find a place to live. So well, so you guys were splitting the rent, obviously. Yeah, we were splitting the rent. You know, and I don't need something big for yeah. me. If it's just me by myself, dude. Like what I told you when I walked in, like this is you're a single dude, and this is this is all you need. The fact that it's you have your I own needed. place by yourself is impressive enough. It for, shouldn't be impressive for though. any female you bring. It shouldn't, but it is. There's no females coming in here, man. There has to. There's no females. It's just me. It's me. It's you me. You don't bring the chicks back. No, nah, man. Why not? All I, you know what I do? I woke up. I wake up at five o'clock every day. You wake up at their house. No, I wake up at nice. five o'clock every day <laughs> in my bed. Yes. I go to the office. I yeah. try to leave about four o'clock. Yeah. I leave about four o'clock. I do an interview. I do a show. Yeah. I do this. I do that. Yeah. And I'm gone until about two o'clock, and I come home by myself, uh-huh. get in bed, sleep for about two hours, and do everything the next day. So you just use this pretty much like land. This is just this is just a place to keep my bed, my bed you, and my clothes. You know what it is too. There's no nothing on the walls. Which, is there usually stuff on the walls at people's house? Uh, th- this is what I'm saying. This, is, but it, it's it's a twofold thing. So like, you're a dude. Thank right? you. I'm glad so, you noticed that. So you don't really need much on the walls, and dudes really aren't gonna go out of their way to decorate, like really like decorate, right? Mm-hmm. But also, a house that's not decorated is 
harder. It's not a home. It's not a home for you. But you say you're not here a lot. Which explains it, but I would still wanted to see maybe some Lakers shit or <laughs> something like that. I would see like, okay, this is Baca. so. You know what? When I when I was eighteen, I got my first apartment. I was super excited. I had a whole bunch of, um, I don't know if you, I had Greedy Cloven before Young Bob Productions. We had Greedy Cloven, and it was me and my friend. He's an amazing artist. So I had a whole bunch of his artwork around my house because I'm eighteen. I got my first place. I'm super excited. But since then, I've moved probably twelve times. So and I stay at places for six months and I leave. Just because I get bored, I get I get bored of coming How home the same way. How long have you been here? I've been here for about four months now. Do you have any plans of leaving here? Um, I don't like it. I don't. I don't you really don't, like oh, it too so much. So you might. I might. If if something if something better comes comes around, or I catch something, I might leave. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful spot. Yeah. Neighbors are super nice. You saw when we walked up. Yeah. Everyone showed us love. Absolutely. <laughs> Excuse me, but I don't. I want to be in the hood. I, I don't know how you take that. I I like being. Um, I like being in the hood, man. I like enjoying seeing my people. I like walking down the street and getting a taco. I like the corn man passing by my house, you know? Take it how you take it, man. But that's why I feel comfortable. I think, uh, and then and, and let's get into it. I think that there's a, there's a certain, what's the word for it? Quaint. So it's quaint. It's comfortable. To live in the hood. There's a certain uh, charm. To live in the hood, right? It has flavor. It's, yeah, your neighborhood has to have flavor. That's what people don't understand. Right. Because we're flavorful people, right? And exactly. there's there's people that are exactly. not and they very much want to live in the burbs and it's like, no, I want like the burbs is boring though. Especially if I'm twenty five I'm, I'm be twenty five right. in a few weeks. Right. I don't want to live in the suburbs. Man. Right, right. And this is a middle class neighborhood. It's yeah. pretty quiet. There's no issues at all. Yeah. All the neighbors are thirty five plus, you yeah. know. Uh, a lot of people like me that do there's a lot of people here that are into acting, that are singers, rappers. Dude, there's like 10 rappers that live in this building. Oh, for yeah, and they hit me up all the time. Hey, what's up with shows? What's Yo, shows? all the time they hit yeah. me up and say, what's up with shows? Yeah. And it kind of sucks because where my place is located is right next to the pool. So everyone's usually chilling by the pool. I can't really just sneak into my house without getting hit up for shows or something like that. So that kind of sucks, but it's good problems to have, right? It, yeah, it's, I mean, it's good to have, it's a good problem to have uh, good neighbors. Oh, no, and, yeah, it's, it's and it's also bad because, like you like you're saying, like sometimes we might just want to just sneak up. Or you know those blah. days when you've been at the office forever, you're just not feeling it 100. Yeah. You kind of just want to sneak into your right. house without right. getting, you know. But but uh, so what you so what I was so like you were saying uh, there is a a, a brotherhood that's man, developed man. by living in the hood, and there's also like a a certain character. Quaint. We said quaint. Right? Yeah, it's quaint, and there's a certain character that's developed by living around. Here, look, you're not living, you're in LA, but it's not like a war zone, like Iran or Iraq, no, where, where, where living in the ghetto is like living in the <sighs> ghetto, like, you gotta walk to the river, like, dude, like, there's people that live like yeah. that, and even that in develops- In actual ghettos, right? Is it, what you're in actual yeah. ghettos, and even that develops a certain toughness and, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, living in an L- American, LA, lower class, middle class neighborhoods. There comes a certain style of mentality that can very much be applied once you go and and, and mingle with higher class or business See, folks. And I think you. I think you. I think you're overthinking it. Okay. I simply like walking from my house to a liquor store. Right. I like walking from my house to get tacos. There's no place to eat around here. Yes. Yes. That, that's the immediate. But I'm yeah. saying you're, the mental toughness deep. that's developing from that. The oh no oh I, I I'm gonna change my tire I got I got a country boy to here let me fucking do this real quick boom 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 I'm out there's that there's a toughness that's taken for granted yeah but I I think that toughness has developed in me 
in the last 25 years. It's no. not, it's, it has nothing to do with that now. I'm, I am who I am. But it's why you're comfortable and able to live here. <coughs> See what I'm saying? I walk, With on those I, Yeah, I, those I, years. dude, I live in, so, like I told you, I moved around, like, almost every six months I got a new place. I, I lived right. in some of the worst places in A1A. I lived on Langdon Street, which people ask me, where do I live? I said, I live in Langdon. Said, you live in Langdon? That's crazy. Was, yeah. But it wasn't like that to me, you know what I'm saying? Um, maybe that's the sort of cockiness I have, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's those those people and those wars don't apply to me. I can do whatever I want. Mm. So, I don't know. I enjoy living in the hood. Um, this place is really cool. The neighbors are really great. But I, I can't just go walk and get a taco. It, there's nowhere to eat, you know? <laughs> Simple things like that, yeah. you know? There's no flavor. Your neighborhood has to have flavor. Obviously, if you're raising a family, you want to be in a certain type of a neighborhood. But if you're, if you're a young man that enjoys hip-hop, that enjoys talking to people, that enjoys right. interacting with people on the street, you want to live in certain places, you know? Uh... It's where you're comfortable. It's where you've developed the the your personality. But I'm it's super where comfortable here too. Right. It's not. It's not like I'm uncomfortable. Right. I just I don't really like it. It's too. I don't want. I don't want to say it's too quiet because I don't. If you say it's too quiet, that means you enjoy places where there's chaos. And maybe I enjoy a little bit of chaos in my life. Mm. You know, that might have a little something to do with it. The, the, okay. I I interviewed uh, I interviewed Ned Rosma, who is an actor who was on a uh, How I Met Your Mother. He, was he? He played Marshall's brother. He's the guy. He's like the one brother that got all the lines. Oh. It's on Wake the Flock Up. Oh, when they have, because he has like five brothers, has, right? But there's that one, and he's that one brother. brother that got all the lines? Okay, Nero. Nero is also like. How does that happen? Oh. Because <laughs> he's super hip hop. Super hip hop head, but I didn't know that. We met him at a um, baby shower. Nice. A friend of a friend's cousin had a baby shower. We went, he's sitting, we walk in. And I see this white guy, and he's sitting there, because he's mostly Hispanic, yeah, but yeah. there's this huge white guy just sitting there. He has a hat on, and I don't pay him no mind. I turn around and to grab something, and I see him, and then it hits me. That's you know, like, where have I seen this face? And then the minute I'm like, no way, because we had literally just finished watching, like, all... You Netflix, <laughs> just Netflix, you Netflix the it. shit out of out of, best, out of uh, out of uh, how I met your mother. And then, so I that face popped up immediately, and I told my wife, babe, that's the brother from How I Met Your Mother. And she turns around, she's like, holy, it is, blah, blah, blah. So it just happened. And you guys just started chopping it up? You just chopping him? it up. I'm like, hey, you know, I really enjoyed you in How I Met Your Mother. I thought you did a great job. It's like, oh, thank you. You know, it was one of my great experiences of my yeah. life, blah, blah, blah. And then I, hey, you know what? We'd love to have you on the show. That's awesome. It was the first time we would step out of a hip-hop genre. Out of your lane, which is great. And, and said, hey, I want to do it. I want to. I want to interview this this actor. It'd be give us a different. And he turns out to be a huge. He like, just happened to be a hip hop head. Huge Wu Tang fan. Huge RA fan. Like she's like, oh, yeah, I do. Like I love. It. I grew awesome. up on it. It was off the hook. He's seven two. Seven two. Huge. All the brothers were huge. Right. Huge. So from Minnesota. That was the joke. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, he's seven two. He's got to be three something. I don't think I've ever met somebody that was over seven feet. He's huge, dude, bro. Yeah. Humongous dude. Uh, he he said he likes walking down. He lives in Long Beach. Yeah. He moved to Long Beach, and he likes walking down neighborhoods where mm-hmm. he kind of has to look over his shoulder. Yeah, but I, I don't look over my shoulder. It, well, and like you were sort of saying, cockiness, right? I, there's I, that I, mental, the mental toughness that where he grew up in, and, yeah. and and even though he's from, I think he's from Minnesota. Is he from Minnesota? That's I awesome. think it was. If oh, he's Pittsburgh. from Minnesota, Pittsburgh. Let's say Minnesota. Let's say Minnesota. Let's say Minnesota. Let's say Minnesota. a better story. Uh, even even though it yeah. is oh Minnesota, dude, he still had to. 
proved himself mm. on the football field and very yeah. tough and basketball player. And so he was always bumping shoulders like that. Especially when you're seven two people go at you because they expect that's what a he lot says. Of, yeah. 100%. So what I told him was like, not a lot of people are gonna fuck with a seven two yeah. dude. He goes, dude, people, people test me all the time. Oh, they want to be the tougher yeah, guy. They exactly. want to be this. And I kind of enjoy proving them or, or like proving myself to them to mm. myself. So it's kind of like a like a mental toughness thing, you know, to bring a full yeah, circle. Yeah, you're seven two people going at you all the time, dude. And that's what he says. But people think like, oh, no one's messing with you. You're seven two, three sixty. But people really want to prove to themselves that they're the tough guy. You get those alpha males or those those alpha males that happen to have insecurity issues and they have to prove that they're the toughest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. You go after the seven two cat, you know. Yeah, the biggest day, go to prison, knock out the biggest yeah, guy, right? That's I, the. <laughs> hey, when I was 18, 19, I used to do I used to do that. Dude, when I was like 20, I got jumped twice like in 2 months by oh, six shit. by six guys. Yeah. I was in um Pasadena at this ball called uh the 35er. So I left and I was talking to some chick. Um first time in my life I've ever talked to a woman. So I was talking to her, we would ch- we would, you know, chatting and things were going great and then I just see a group of about six black men walking up. And this is the parking lot. It's supposed to be Pasadena. It's supposed to be really, you know, conservative neighborhood and the dude just looks at me and he, he just gives me an awful look. And then he keeps talking to his friends about how he fucked this guy up early in the night at the bar. And then he looked at me, and I just happened to say, you ain't going to fuck me up. And he said, oh, yeah? And I said, yeah, you ain't going to fuck me up. He walks up to me. I catch him with a left hook. I just did the right hook. I catch him with a left hook. And we're going at it. I'm beating his ass. And then all of his friends jump in, though. Five of his friends jump uh-huh. in. Six people. And they, they got me pretty good. I was pretty banged up. Okay. Man. What was the girl doing? What is she supposed to do? No, I'm just, asking. No, just, she was just. She was. I'm at, not saying she fucking no, no, jumped no. in. She was at the car. She was, she was shocked. You yeah, know, she yeah, was shocked. Yeah. So. Then, what, so then they left. Or no, did you no. Leave? So so there was. So I was with a friend, and he was he was probably 200 feet, 200 yards up or something. And he saw all of this happen. He came down. He tried to help out. Um, and then another just a random car pulled up and kind of chased him away. Um, and then when they were running, I was on the floor. I got up and then I chased after him. I, I was trying to get a couple more pops nice. in. So we got that in, and then the cops showed up. So once the <laughs> cops showed up, I kind of yeah kind of hung back, and I was yeah. pretty I was pretty jacked up. So they didn't do much to me. Uh, what nationality are you, Baka? What what, what races make up Baka here? Uh, half black, half Mexican. Okay, the best of both worlds. Are you confused for both at times? Uh, dude, people tell me that I look Samoan. People tell me I look Indian. Yeah. People tell me. I look Filipino. Yeah. It just depends who the person is in. Yeah. You know. Do you think... It had a little bit of race tension in it? Uh, it, it might have. Either way. It, it could have easily been that. Yeah. You know, they could have thought I was a Mexican cat just mouthing off them. In Pasadena, there's a lot of race relations. There's a lot of tension between Mexicans and blacks. Really? Yeah. In Pasadena, it's crazy. It's really bad. <sighs> okay. But people just see the Rose Bowl and they see that. They don't see the other side of Pasadena. Pasadena's well, a tough neighborhood, man. Is it really? Yeah, really okay. tough neighborhood. That's what's up. Uh no, I'm just wondering because uh you're a big dude. You're not a small you, dude by any you. accounts, uh-huh. right? You're what, six feet? Uh five eleven and three quarters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause if you tell people six feet, they question about you selling five eleven three quarters, like, oh yeah, okay. Uh, Otherwise no one's gonna be like, oh yeah. no, fuck that. Where's yeah. the where's the tape measure? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh so ha- have you been, you think, the victim of that's the big dude? Let me fuck with him? I was I was um I was probably two inches bigger than this guy. I probably weighed hundred pounds bigger than him, but he maybe he had a little bit he had oh. a little bit too much to drink and he wanted oh, to prove and himself. And the homies around him. And his boys are with him and he's bragging about how he just popped somebody the other night. Um so he might have went at it and then once he was getting asked me, his boy said, We gotta right. you know, save this guy's life. Right. It still takes a a, a a level like a mentality to like just randomly fuck with a stranger. Yeah. Like I've never 
I used to be like that, man. I used you to, were. I used to be um, when I was younger. I'm only 25 now. I, when I say I used to be younger, people look yeah. at me like I'm an idiot. Right. When back uh, maybe six years ago, because I had a big chip on my shoulder. I had to, you know, I had to prove myself. Right. I, I was. Right. I had to be mentally tough. I had to be physically tough. Yeah. And I had to prove myself. I had to go at everybody. You know. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't mess with strangers, but I would say if if there was, I remember there was a time in my life when if somebody looked at me, I would look at them and there they looked away because I wasn't going to look away because that that shows a little bit of weakness. Hmm. Luckily, that's that's gone now because you know I see people. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm. I I think I'm super nice to everybody. I think now you see the benefit of not being. You that you get more flies with honey than you do vinegar, right? <laughs> well, first, why are you trying to catch honey flies? Yeah, that's that's, that's my that's my good, right? Like I rather prefer to have the vinegar because yeah. I don't want flies around me. Uh, <laughs> but it is a. But that just comes with maturity. I don't. I don't have a big chip on my shoulder anymore. I used to have a chip on my shoulder. You know. Okay, so uh, I remember sitting with a friend and seeing like like I remember we were driving and there was like an essay. Mm-hmm. But you could tell he was older, dude. He had to yeah. be like 30, 32, right? And uh, my friend turns to me and, and it was kind of like a, like underneath his breath. He wasn't expecting like a conversation out of yeah. it. But he's just was like, man, if you're, he goes a. Uh, if you're over 30 and you're still gambanging, something's wrong with you, right? Amen. Amen. I turn to him and I'm like, dog, if you're over 23 yes. and you're still gambanging, something's wrong, right? And he's like, no, I can still see 24, 25. No, I can't see I'm like, 25. dog, you are a grown-ass yes. man. And you still need the benefits, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. that gambanging gives you, which the... The negative side effects are way more than the than There's anything no positive, right? I, I agree. Listen, I, I I come from a my family was drug dealers, gangbangers. They were they they were the worst of the worst, you know. Um, and I used to I used to have that mentality like I gotta I gotta prove myself. If like I said, if somebody's looking at me, I'm not gonna look away. Now I'm a super conservative cat, you know. I I'm really conservative my views. And that's just because I've matured a lot in the last five years. I've really matured um, um, really fast. So but I agree. If you're over the age of 20 and you're gangbanging, what are you really doing with your life, man? I see grown men, 35, 40 years old, out here gangbanging. But, you know, they, they live with a mom. They don't, have a, they don't have a source of income coming in. Or they're selling drugs, but then they get popped and they're put away for 25 years. There's no excuse for gangbanging nowadays. Yeah, and it's a lot better now than it used to be. Yes. Things things are it used to be crazy because you used to have kids like me out there that wouldn't look away when you looked at me. I right. had to prove how tough it I, I don't see that anymore. I see I think now what's being glorified is not the gang exactly. life as much as the make money any way you yes. can life. Um see what I'm saying? Yeah, that gets but that was glorified back then as well. But not no, no I not think gang extent. banging kept Kangami was the number one thing that was glorified. Yeah. I mean, especially in the '90s, bro. It, I mean, so that's just that, when it started. Is that hip hop's fault? Is that hip hop to plan? I think because hip hop's really made a transition. You had cats like, um, um, you you had really cats that were glorifying the gang culture. Yes. And now you have people like Kendrick Lamar and J Cole that now, now hip hop is and now it's entering into this genre of of now where it's like it's okay to be smart again. Oh, extremely. It's, it's okay to be intelligent. It now. wasn't cool to be smart when I was in school. When Dude, I was in school, yep. I, I, if I knew the answer to a question, I would have raised my hand. Yep. It's, that's not cool. Right. Now that I think about it, why wouldn't it be cool to be stupid? Why would you want to be stupid? Yep. But that's how it was. Yep. Because I mean, that was what's being painted. What's being painted is, not, I'm the tough guy. 
I'm the tough exactly. guy. I'm the tough guy. I'm the da 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 da. And now, it, instead of really breaking down a gang to what it is, is it was pointing like all. T- oh no, we're all tough guys. It's like no, no, no. You're only tough because you're together. The minute you're put individually. And how many songs has there been about that? Exactly. About you act one way when you're by yourself, and you act a different way when you're ho- with it, your homies. It's important to really like see. I think we rom- rom- romanticize hip hop. Mm-hmm. So when you, you romanticize hip hop, I do. You yes. romanticize hip hop. I, I do romanticize it, and I'm guilty of that. But I romanticize it because people try to rape it. So that's a strong word to say. I, I, I a lot, a lot of people try to rape it. You think so? Very few you now. Think, what does that mean? People come in, and they try to make their money off hip hop. If you're gonna make money, it's fine. Look I, again, like when you ask me, is that Jay Z's fault or is it? I'm like, no, no, no. Money's gonna do money. I don't like that impersonation you did of me. That was, that was, I don't like that at all. But anyways, no, no, it, it was it was like a you asked me something that broke down and you're like, well, is is that is that Dre, oh, it was Dre? Is that Dre's fault or is that yeah? Is it, is it Dre's fault, fault that or, he's super successful? No, no, Dude. it's you know it's his hard work, his determination, and obvious skills. Mm-hmm. You can't deny he's an amazing producer, one of the best that hip hop will probably ever see. One of the look, you can't deny that that part is it's there. But I think he's the best. Who's the best? Huh? Do you think he's the best producer that hip hop has? The hip hop, the best that, like, hands down. I think he is. I think Premier is amazing. Yeah, Premier. dude. Even Scott Score just is dope, dog. Seriously, dude. That's, that's answer you come with. You don't think Scott Score is dope? Not compared to Dre or even Premier. I can't believe you even said that right now. Yeah, I'm I, shocked. I, I think Scott Scorch, uh I think. Um, uh, dude, even if you even if you break it down, and I'm not saying like they compete for the greatest, like um, what's his name, Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, Jermaine Dupree's good. Jermaine Dupree produced all of like Usher's albums. Yeah, like he can do that. But are we kind talking of, about hip hop producers right now? Well, you're saying producers. I'm talking about hip hop producers because oh. if you you just do producers, Dre's not up there. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you get into like the Beatles, and like yeah, you get into you get, some you get real into some shit. Really, but you know, Dre Dre can hang up there. Dre, I don't know if he's the greatest man. I don't know. I, he's the greatest. Okay. Let's keep it pushing. Well, all right. I, you know, I, I might give you that one. I can't see too many people in the same lane as that. Yeah. Maybe Premier. Maybe Premier. Maybe Premier. Maybe. So Dre and Premier would probably be the top of all time, right? 1A, 1B. Yeah. So um, you're saying that hip-hop, it's cool to be smart again, which I agree 100%. It's super cool to be smart now. But it's just, it's, it's just started. Not even that. No, man. It's been going on for a while. Dude. Now. It's been going on for a while. Remember the Tyler, the creator era? What? Where it was. It, it, dude. A, even, like he's just a jackass. Dog, even, even. That was. Dude, that was only like three years ago. Yeah. Okay. Even for it, that little him, bit. Me and him had an argument before. And, and this is what happened. Yeah. It's Earl being super dope. Uh-huh. Only took him a little bit to be like, fuck this, yo. Yeah. Like, that's why he's not there no more. No. Because I think Earl is this. He was the, a super young kid, though. Exactly. You really have to take that into account. He All grew those dudes up, are super young. And he's exactly. saying, like. You look and at, on you an give, artistic you level, give any man that amount of money at that age, you don't know what's. Look at Justin Bieber. The last the last year, Justin Bieber hasn't. Not been that as, he has as, Justin Bieber. No, money. no, no, not at all. But from a kid coming from where he's from, that's a lot of fucking money. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But Justin Bieber, in the last year, he hasn't been acting as much as a of a jackass like he was. Yeah. Because he was super young, and he was he was they 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 packed up a, a, a semi truck and just unloaded it with hundred dollar bills, and he was a jackass. Uh, when he did his. Um, the Comedy Central did a roast. The roast, yeah, two hundred million dollars. He said, 
They gave him two hundred million dollars. No, no, no. Two hundred is that, his worth. I was gonna say. Sheesh. So he goes. Uh, uh, he when he, he said the same thing. Did you thing. see the apology he gave at the very end he, of it? He just, I I didn't see it, but I heard about. It. He was, was just apologizing for being a jackass. He goes, he dude, yeah. when when you're eleven or whatever, and you're handed ushers like, like Jeez, dude. I mean, you can only do some. And then he goes, when you're twenty and you have two hundred million dollars. Yeah, man. I can't. Like, I yeah. can't imagine if yeah. you gave. Me, I wouldn't be alive. That's. I, if I got two hundred million dollars when I was twenty, I would not be alive, man. Bro. I had. I had. I had. A, I had a one bedroom <laughs> apartment and maybe five hundred bucks in my pocket, and yeah. I was out to violent, dude. It was crazy because I. I was never. I never had money in my life. I right. never. Not like I can't express to you. Like I used to. I used to steal milk cartons when the cafeteria lady looked out of the way and I would put it in my backpack and take it home. I used to really, I used to charm the hell out of the cafeteria ladies to give me an extra peanut butter and jelly sandwich so I could be full for that wow. day. So then, fast forward a couple of years where you have a steady paying job and you're getting about $400 a week and that's when we were super busy and I was, I was making $600 which ain't shit but when you're 18 years old and you've never had money before, I was I would go to the ball and I would buy like $150 Jordans. <laughs> it was it was 40% of my net worth. And I, I was I was balling, dude. Dude, so, I'll give me 200 million. I ain't a lot. Working man. at McDonald's. Uh, did you I, work at McDonald's? Dude, I, I, this is what I tell people is you can call me ugly, call me whatever, whatever you want. You cannot call me lazy. Okay. I'm not, I'm like the opposite. I'm the the the, the because I, dude, I've been working since I was 15 and a half. Since I was able to work, and I've never stopped working since then. Maybe just when I got laid off, and that was like a year. Mm-hmm. And even then, I still went and did construction. You know what I'm saying? It was still, I've been working my whole life because I like, I hate feeling, I hate feeling broke. Yeah. And I'm broke a lot. Yeah, no. And I hate the feeling, but you know, I'm broke with my bills paid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which exactly. is not really broke. Yeah, dude, it's, I, I you know, listen, we make money off a certain show, yeah. and that gets flipped. And that gets flipped in the shows out six months in advance. We sent Keith Mori a deposit of about seven hundred bucks. That was three months ago. Yeah, that show's still about two months away. Yeah, so you don't really see that money for five months, you right. know. But you build up for the future. Everything we make, we just flip it. So there's a lot of times where I don't really have a lot of cash flow, but we we have a lot of things coming up in the future that are going to pay us well. All the pills are paid, you know. But I still feel, you know. Yeah. I don't have as much money as, and people don't understand. You don't have as much money as you should because you're flipping it all. You're just, you know, right. building and building and building. You, it's okay to, uh, <coughs> yeah, like like being broke and having your pills paid is not the same thing as yeah. being broke. Uh, my my rent's taken care of. Mm-hmm. My car's taken care of. My wife is fucking just bought a three hundred dollar coach or Michael Kors. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, and, and did, she, that, did that eat you up inside? It it didn't eat me up inside because, because it made her happy and she works hard. Yeah. She does, I'm not the only one. That, if no, I was like no, the only 100%. one working, yeah. I'd be like, "What are you doing?" But she's like, "Hey, I want to really, like, I want to really buy this purse, and I got to." What's so like, special about purses, dude? Listen, I, that backpack, happy wife, happy listen, life. That backpack right there has all my has all my photos in it. Has no, my to do yeah. list. Has everything. It cost I'm, me ten <laughs> bucks, ten dollars, dude. Yeah, and and. And there was one that was good. there was ones that were twelve dollars. I'm like, no. Nah, is that a Jansport? Is that Jansport? Oh no, it's not a Jansport. <laughs> the Jansport's for twenty bucks. And I said, no, I don't need it. I could just have the ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, with your uh, Akai. My off-brand TV. Uh, your off-brand TV with you no bastard. stand you that's bastard. leaning on the. I on have the, the stand. Wall. I haven't set it up yet, man. I'm a busy dude. Look at my entertainment system. I got my Xbox. I got my modem. I, oh, I got my oh, stereo. Oh, you Xbox One. That's all you need right there. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. A day, that's a day one edition. That was one of the first 100 sold. Oh, okay. No that's big deal. I don't like bragging much. It's all good. How, how big is that hard drive you gave this man? Dog. Yeah, the, the 1980. Dude. Like, <laughs> dude, I got that for 25 bucks. I got it for 25 bucks. I got to take... I'm going to take a... <laughs> 
Take a picture. I gotta take a picture. Put it on the website. Put it on the website. Um, twenty five bucks. I found something on Craigslist. Okay. Here, look, look at this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you my pants. Right. So they. There's that. Walmart. Ten dollars. Dude, there's a there's a spot. There's a water (laughs) store. There's a place where you go and you fill up. You know, you know those big jugs of water that people fill up for like five dollars. I have to do that every two weeks. They sell, listen, jars. they sell fake 501s in that spot. Oh. And they're 25 bucks. And my closet is full about 50 of them right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know? Yeah. Good fakes? Are they, are they decent fakes? Are these, are these are all mine now? They look good, don't they? Yeah. There you go. But you know what? For my, you see that Jordan box right there? That has a, a pair of shoes at 150 bucks. And that's the first time in about six months I've really bought, I've really spent that much on shoes. How much? 150. <sighs> yeah. Because it's like. Must be nice. Dude, I have. It's. It, it took me a lot to buy you that. You know how long I've had these Adidas yeah, I for? Yeah, But listen, it, it, it took a lot for me to buy that. But I said, yeah. you know what? It's it's my birthday. I really want to be presentable. Uh, that's what's up. There's gonna be a lot of people that show us yeah. that show us yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. You know, so and, that's and, why I was. And not that I don't, sp- dude. I just yeah. went to Texas. Yeah, and I no, spent. But that's different. Exactly. And I spent all exactly. this. And I don't mind it. And and sometimes but you, you got to spend. You see these men that I don't even know if you call them men. You see these boys that have two hundred dollars shoes on, have have six dollars jeans on, and they live with their mom. You know, and they have a little couch with the mom, you know? I know someone. What's his name? Drives a Beamer. Oh, and he lives at home? In his garage. He lives in his, oh. Mom's okay. garage. Nice. With his two kids. Jeez, dude. <laughs> and his wife. You know what? If he's a single guy. He's it, not. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but when you said that, you said he lives at home with his mom. I'm like, you know what? If you're a single guy, yeah. you know, I, do what you do. But if you if you have kids and you have a wife, I don't get that. What did you tell me? <laughs> oh, I, it should not be impressive, the fact that I am a 25-year-old yeah, man 100%. and I have my own place. It shouldn't be. Yeah. But you but, know what? It's impressive to a lot of people. Because there's a lot of people like, yo, this is awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is, this is is me keeping it minimum. You yeah. know? I could do a lot better. I, as humbly as I could say it, I could do a lot better than this. But what's the point? Yeah. When I just come here to sleep for six hours. And and, I, and this is what I tell people. Uh, and, and now that I think about it, it, might be, it sounds like an excuse, but it, I swear to God, it's really not. Like... Um, I don't have time for me. I really don't because yeah. I got a lot of other shit that I want to do that I feel is more important for the now, right? And I'm sure in the future, not taking care of myself and uh, miss all these opportunities, whatever it is, right? Uh, but right now, dude, no, like you just I got to get all this it. other yeah. shit that I got to worry about that I really don't have time for me to be like, oh, let me go get my hair cut every weekend. Or let me make sure I got this fresh gear on. I only buy shirts at shows. Mm-hmm. And that's just you trying to show support, right? That's just first. It's just show support. Mm-hmm. Second, I like hip hop T-shirts. Yeah. I'm at home. I'm wearing uh, basketball shorts and a wife beater. Like, dude, like I'm not. I'm not here to impress anyone, yeah. dude. Like, and I know it's so important for the package to be complete for people to really take you seriously. So, if you want to go to a, a, a that's why you want to go to a meeting. Put your nice yeah, shoot you on you, you know. And I, and for those situations, yeah, you got your gear. Mm-hmm. You do that most of the time, though. I'd rather just throw some jeans on. I got a shirt on. I'm good. Let's head out. Yeah. I don't really care. You know, it doesn't matter because what I'm gonna go accomplish. It's more important than what I'm wearing or what I what I what I look yeah. like, right? There's the balance, of course. Fucking brush your teeth and shower every day. All yeah, that hopefully. Kind of shit. <laughs> but uh, no, but yes, it is impressive nowadays that fact because your average male, U.S. American male, guess how long lives with their mother? Uh, Twenty-eight. Thirty. Thirty. That's in, in You are a grown ass man, grown yeah. ass man. Thirty years old is this is your peak of life, pretty much, right? 
Dude, your 20s are when you should be sleeping in your car yeah. and waking up and you just, oh, I fucked this girl at the club. Hip-hop, hip-hop, you, when I was coming up, um, it was acceptable to be to be broke and to be, you got you out here hustling. You're trying to make this money. Because you're the tough guy. Yeah. Because you're the, you don't want to fuck with me guy. Mm-hmm. Now, you're broke. Now you don't got the Gucci's, you ain't got the Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Not that's the hip hop. See, that's the transition yeah. we're talking about. Bling bling era in the nineties, bro. It was like it was that. First it was gangster gangster, bling bling, and then it was South Crunk. It's hip hop. It's going through its things. But when you now when you're coming up, yeah. you you you're on you you're struggling. You're hustling. You're broke. How, our favorite hip hop songs about. I'm going out. To, I'm going. To, how to Rob by Fifty Cent is my favorite. One of my favorite joints. He's talking about how he's going to vibe everybody. The whole industry you know, when he talks no, about. Yeah, he uh, talks about everybody. Dude, man. that's one of the Fifty Cent songs that I can listen to. One of the two Fifty is amazing, dude. Yeah. I just got. He's not amazing. Spotify. Not amazing. Spotify for thirteen bucks. You can listen to like any album you want. You can. You can listen. I've been listening to Fifty Cent for the last three hey, days. Rask has gonna hate me, dog, but I'm a huge game fan. No. I, I think this game's dope, man. Dude, I game's have dope. Have you heard Spanglish? Man, there's nobody that knows about that song. Spanglish is amazing, dude. dude. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting oh. there and like, to Cavesa. I don't fuck with. I was like, amazing. I was like, does he say I something? tweeted him. Does he say something offensive in that song about Mexicans? Uh, no, the opposite. Yeah, he's like, he's like talking about how he he grows in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, 100%. he's. And he's like talking to this girl in Spanish, and he's like, he's just like representing like essays are real. They don't fuck with people. Yeah. Dude, the who did someone say that? That they, he said my friend got. He's like, I can't be listening to shit. What the fuck is this dude doing? And he got upset. and He turned it off. What do you say? I what? don't. I I I didn't really try. He to probably just upset that the black dude's talking Spanish. No man, no way, dude. Tell you man, no P- way. People are weird now. But I'm, this, this is this is my best friend. The yeah. same dude I lived with, he got upset that he's like, I can't be listening to this shit. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with it? I don't know. I didn't ask him. I should ask him. I'm gonna, Dude, gonna text him right now. Spanglish, him what Spanglish shows you the diversity that the game has. Yeah. Okay. And the connection to like real street shit that he he, yeah. he says. Dude, from- Compton. I was in Compton today, mm-hmm. dropping off tickets. Yeah. Compton's full of Mexicans. Yeah. Compton's full of blacks and Mexicans. Yeah. You know. And he recognized it by doing yeah. that kind of. Sh- and that's not the first time he's at. No. He has another song. Yeah, that song with Diego Calidon. Did I say it right? Yeah. But he. That's more. It's, East Coast Spanish, hey, but whatever. What's East Coast Spanish? <laughs> it, that, uh, it's more like reggaeton and yeah. cumbia. It's more it's, Puerto Rican. It's more Puerto Rican. Yeah, uh, but uh, but he's paying homage. Though. But dude, the game, it, uh, he I think he's half Mexican, bro. No, I or think he's part. like half Puerto Rican. I no. think he's like black and Puerto Rican. He's not Mexican. He's not Mexican. He's half Hispanic, right? I think so. Dude, I think he might be Mexican, dog. He's not Mexican. I know for a fact. Well, anyways, game dude, game is one of these these artists who is like, say what you want, dog. He's really an artist. He's really He's art- amazing. I very artistic game. to like, uh, my bitch. My bitch. Which one's my bitch? Always be my bitch. Oh yeah, 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 my yeah, bitch. yeah. Dude, I like the B side shit. You I know, I can't me. believe that you even like the game. You don't seem like somebody I love, who likes the game. dude. You know what it is, and I'll tell you what it is. 100 bars, 200 bars, yeah, 300, 300 bars, bars 400 amazing. bars, 500 bars. And, and people are like, oh, anyone yeah, can do that. Just no. rap. No. I forgot you, about 500 bars. Dude. When so, The game um, is one of my favorites. When the game fell out with G-Unit and he was on Power 106, he was on Big Boy's Neighborhood, and he debuted 300 bars, I was in the call with my mom. 
and she pulled up to the school, and it was still 60 balls to go. And yeah. I said, I'm not getting out yet. And she said, yeah. what are you talking about? I got to go. I got to yeah. do this. I gotta, so I'm not going to get out. Like, you could be mad at me, but I'm going to stay here and listen to this whole damn thing. Yeah. And I stayed there for about seven minutes. She was mad, and, but, you know, it is what it is. And I got out, and I was so pumped to talk about talk to my friends about it. I was in, I think I was in seventh grade when that yeah. happened, something like that. And at, at at nutrition, it wasn't even lunch. At nutrition, I was like, "Yo, did you hear the game? He just went out G unit, and because they were in school and he dropped that. So yeah. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the next day, the whole school is buzzing about three hundred balls. Three hundred balls is amazing, dude. Uh, amazing. Uh, the dude, way the beat switches and he keeps killing it. I, I do everything. I'm running out of breath. Yeah, like yeah. I just beat blocks. Like dog, I, I've listened to it. I love the game. I love the game. I love the a million. He did yeah. that, dude. Anything the game does, I really disappoints me or I'm really with it. Like, I don't think Why the kid... Why does it disappoint you? So has he been disappointing you the last uh, three years? I I love the documentary. I love Dutcher's Advocate. Mm-hmm. I even like LAX. Yeah. Uh, dude, I thought LAX was... A, I think the You don't good, like the Red Album? I don't like... I, once he hit the Red Album and he hit... No, the Red Album wasn't so bad. It was... Um, Jesus. Jesus Peace. Yeah. I was like, come on, Jesus Peace is... Dude, like, what's um, up? What, but I could see it. Yeah. He had the whole thing with... Uh, Baby and you, yeah. All right, but there's a lot of people that don't listen to Jesus. Piece when the game is not fucking around, he'll Mm -hmm. do like bigger than me. Yeah, that track is dope, dog. That track is. I'm saying that's the kind of artistry that I really enjoy to see artists. And he's still killing it, dude. Have you listened to 100 by him and Drake? Yes, I heard it. it? Dude, it's a good song. I can't believe you like that song. It's a good track. Congratulations, I can't believe you like that song, (laughs) dude. I like some Drake shit. I like Drake. I when like Drake, Drake first came out, I was like, yo, yeah. this is pretty dope. Um, I can't believe that. That when song he came with M and Kanye and Wayne. Um, Power? No. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Though. You know what I'm talking about? It's for the, it was for like the LeBron James soundtrack. It's like, um, yeah. yeah. What else? Name da, da, da. But I ain't even planning a call. Yeah, I want, yeah. It's called Forever. Forever, I want exactly. this shit forever. Dude, that's amazing, man. man. Ever, amazing. Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that you like M Drake. still had the best... Yeah, verse and, and Kanye's best, verse was doo doo. Was it doo doo? I don't oh, remember it. Come I don't on. remember it. No, no, it was it was garbage. I was uh, that Drake song, that Drake game song. One hundred was one of the songs I requested that yeah. info plays for my birthday party. I'm not gonna sit here and and go with go with the common people and be like and hate on Drake. Yeah, just because it's popular, hate on Drake. Drake has bars. Yeah. Drake uh, has flow. Drake can write. So why does he, he get hate spit? on? Because he's the sensitive, and, and they're not the tough. That's not the the, the ambition that people want mm-hmm. on an MC. They're not the that look, right? But you can't Dude, deny the skills anymore, and the work ethic is there. What's an MC anymore? He's an MC in a rapper's world. This yeah. is what happens. Dude, he's he's atmosphere. Yeah, he's a sensitive MC that writes his thoughts so and why, can spit. About why does atmosphere get so much love and then Drake get so much hate? Uh, because Drake is black. What Blackish. Is that? Oh, atmosphere. Like, right? white, white dude, and slugs have black. Yeah, but he turn. He looks white, so he can get that pass. So you could be sensitive if you're white, but not if you're black. Yeah. Why? Then one black sensitive rapper. Yeah. Well, I Drake. Mean, yeah, but you can say J Cole and Kendrick. Now, Kendrick. Now really you can say J yeah, Cole. Yeah, but anything past 2005, I can't. You I can't. can't you can't really say. Slug's been rapping forever, dog. And before all that, also he, but he, he had the reputation of. MC and like mm-hmm. really developing his own style, building up his own flow, and then he when he dropped the emotional shit, it was the right time, right place for hip hop. They, dude, it, he had this whole generation just crying, 
and it was yeah. okay. It was all right. But to why hear. is that? What is it? So Commercially, you have to, it's not acceptable to you have cry. To be, you have to be a strong black man in America? Is that what it is? Man, period. It's it, Or at least, dude, now I don't even know, dog. No, I'm, now, Eminem, some of the stuff Eminem A says. version of, the, of a man that yeah. I think is not a version of a man now. What's a version of a man that you think? Um, I think you should have, <coughs> I think a man should be, should have some grime to him. Yeah. A man should have some grime. I agree. A man should be able to change a tire. A man should be able to fucking fix the door. A man should also be able to go to work seven days and then go to eighth again for the overtime and like come home. A man should be able to do that. A man should be should be able to do that and also drink a beer and say fuck you to that girl and yeah. slap that ass. Like you should. But you have to have the sense of you have to know when to push your head in the pillow but and a man when to, you know be sh- sensitive about it. Exactly. Yeah. But make her feel like you, she's the only head you're pushing in that pillow. Yeah. And then the next day, go out and get her flowers. Like, dude, like, a man You have to be- make her feel protected. You have to make her feel loved. You yeah. have to do a lot of these things. And if you find that, ba- dude, I've been married six years. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I'm, uh, my anniversary's coming up this month. Jeez, dude. And I, I'm wildly, passionately in love with my wife. That's awesome. And I don't let her forget that. I tell her I love her every day. I tell my little girls I love them. I kiss them. I play with them in public. I'll be on the phone. All right, baby, I love you, daddy. In, because that's what a man should be doing. Yeah. But then go to work. And then, I mean, like, that now a man is, now society has this mix of, like, metrosexual yeah. and softness and pedicures and manicures. And, like, dog, you should have dirt underneath your fingers, bro. Like, scars in your hands should yeah. be, I mean, like, that's a man. And that was the qualities that were so respected back then. Nowadays, if you're not offended by something, you're not as evolved. Everyone's offended. Yeah. You, that's, because you're ignorant, right? You're ignorant if you're not offended. And now being <coughs> insulted easy and being hurt easy is a sign of, 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 of I'm more involved. Yeah. That's barbaric. You're fans. More events. Really? Yeah. Because that's that's a negative survival trait you have. Exactly. This is a positive one where I'm able to, you're fat. All right, fuck you. Move on. I'm fat. Oh, you're a bully. You're yeah. offending me. You that That's a negative trait. Dude, that's just not running anywhere else. Be a fucking caveman Dude, that, that's offended by the, oh, no. Listen. You can fucking starve. Being bullies is good for society. There's, bullies are good for society. It yeah. makes you tough, man. Yeah. And you learn how to deal with the bully. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you get jumped by six guys. And, and and it's good for the bully because one day that bully's going to get punched in the face. Yep. And that's going to stop real quick. Exactly. What happens is because now the bully can't bully anyone, right? Or the bully doesn't get the physical response back. You, you don't learn how to deal with those situations. You have to le- learn how to deal with the bully. You have to learn that to deal with the dude that has... You have to learn how to deal with the teacher that doesn't like you and you have to figure a way to maneuver around that. If you just... You know, if petitions get signed and that bully gets removed from the school and that teacher gets removed from the school, how are you ever going to learn to deal with the obstacles that life gives you? But by, by that happening, there's no positive, there's no a- reaction to the action mm-hmm. of that bully. Him being moved is bad for the bully because the bully doesn't keep bullying. Yeah. There's no one that gave him the chance to stop him. And then him. you don't learn how to deal with the bully. When you're an adult yeah. and your boss is a bully, exactly. I need you to work overtime. I need you to. You don't know how to stick up for yourself. You don't know how oh, to yeah, maneuver. Do you know what I'm saying? You need to learn that kind of stuff. And it's also the same thing where I tell people like, all these people, even, again, hip-hop went through the smoking pot phase. Yeah. I'm glad we're fading out. Well, I don't think a we're fading out. A little bit. Dude, a, a little bit now it's not as prevalent. Bef- dude, before, like, 
the smoke out and uh, Asher Roth and like it was just like oh I'm a pothead I'm a pothead you like I'm a hate pothead. Asher Roth right I don't I don't I, I don't like Asher Roth dislike him uh, I I don't think he's super talented or above anything he's average talented um, but I'm saying the whole we thing I think is a is a very negative thing for hip hop to have picked up. Because weed makes you lazy. Weed makes you comfortable. Any artist is going to be lethargic at yeah, some point from smoking weed. Yeah, okay? man. Second, if you're high all the time as a kid, I'm scared or I'm mad. I'm going to smoke. I'm angry. I'm gonna smoke. Yeah. Okay, you don't mature emotionally and mentally because you're high when this happens. I got my heart broken. She broke up. Let me go smoke. You feel good? No. You got to deal with learn. that. That pain is good for you, baby. I pain is good for you. The ex. Yeah. You know, we all have exes. Yeah, yeah, the ex. Yeah. You got divorced, broke up. Dude, I was I was never suicidal. Because uh-huh. I always understood it's gonna it's gonna be better. Yeah. Very painful. Yeah. And I said, don't I told myself, don't rob yourself of this pain. Learn from yeah, the pain. Man, the pain's good for and you. And I made an uh, a uh on purpose on pur- purposeful approach to it was uh, apply this in the future, mm-hmm. and now I do that with my wife. Like I can recognize, yeah. oh, this is going to cause a fight. And that's good, man. And Maneuver. if you just got high all the time, then you wouldn't be able to live with it. I would have forgot it. Yeah. I would have not lived with it. I would have not been able to recognize it. And I've just been high in memories, dude. I'm glad I have those memories, yeah, and those scars, and those pains. One hundred percent. You built character, and you learn. And scar tissue is harder than regular tissue, bro. Like that's the kind of shit. But it's not okay nowadays. Losses, losses unnecessary in life yeah um exes you lose a family member you have you do a bad business deal because that makes you realize what you're not supposed to do what you are supposed to do there was a time where i used to get drunk every day this is maybe four years ago man yeah i would i would go to work i would get off work i would drink a bottle of vodka and i would pass out on my floor i'd be asleep at like seven o'clock i'd just be drunk yeah i'd wake up next day and just do the same thing yeah because the things that were going on in my life, I couldn't do. You know, I didn't want to deal with. So I, hey, if you get drunk and you pass out, you don't have to deal with shit. You know, so then I finally figured out that like I, I can't, I can't live my whole life drunk. I, I had a big issue with drinking. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I've tempered it down now. I, I could have a drink and we could be cool. You know, I don't have to get drunk. But it used to be a time where I was so anxious and I was so insecure that I had to get drunk so I could just act a fool. You know, now I don't have to do that. But I had to learn how to deal with that pain. That was the hardest thing to do. If you don't get drunk every day, you have to deal with that pain that that day is going to come. But you have to deal with it. You have to man up. And you have to learn from that pain. And you have to deal with it. And You're, you're better are. off having lived through the pain yeah. than having to maneuver around it. Exactly. Because uh, whatever it is that's taking the place of that pain is usually not good. Not good at all. And now if you turn to like something like religion and even that. And even that can You could go too extreme with the religion too as well. Too extreme with exactly. the religion. So... It's it's finding the balance, and there's really no way around it, dude. Why do you think dogs die so much earlier than like birds? Why? Your dog, dude. Like, if you ever had a dog, first you 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 feed it, uh-huh. you you bathe it, you play with it. When you come home, it, it, like, dude, you grow. You take care of that dog to be friends. Yeah. Dogs die like eleven years, seven maybe sometimes, right? And you have the rest of your life, and dude, I still think about my first dog to this day. Because it was a loss that I had to deal with. It, it, they also say like a, a parent should never have to bury his child, right? Mm-hmm. 
because it's the child's burden to deal with the laws of a parent in the future. <coughs> a parent should not have to bury a kid. That's not the natural progression. Yeah, but life. God made it to where, like, hey, you're going to experience loss one way or the other. Get ready to deal with it, right? And that's what happens. Your parents, when, you, when your mom is 85, mm-hmm. dies in her sleep, you're 40, whatever, it hurts, but you the progression of life makes it okay. If your daughter is three, yeah. straight bullet, that's the, that's the unnatural way to dealing with things. And see what I'm saying? That's the kind of and thing. And you see people's whole life collapse yeah. when, was, when situations like that. Yeah. Well, you're... My my mom died when I was fifteen. Yeah, I know other people whose moms died when they were twelve, when they were fourteen, and the whole life they they still can't recover it. Right, because when no mom died or the father passed away, they went into a deep depression, and I went into a deep depression as well. But they turned to alcohol and drugs, and now they can't they can't get that monkey off the back, and they're still trying to recover. And truthfully, some of them are never going to recover. Right, so you have to learn how to deal with that and, pain, and, man. and it's not like it ever. Yeah. Heals. No, you but learn it's good for you to live Listen, with the pain. In my bathroom, in my bathroom right now, I always have like clothes. Right now, I have something. I have um, people are depending on you to feed their families. Don't let them down. Yeah, and I have like every week I put something new up there. Um, let that pain be motivation. Um, the Baca family is depending on you. You have to use that pain as motivation. I, you know, um, I think everything happens for a reason. I think my mom passed away when I was fifteen. Happened for a reason because that made me the man I am today. Absolutely. If my mom was still alive, I don't think I would be who I am. Right. I would just be another dude that's driving a BMW that's living with his mom and his wife and his two kids. Yeah. You know, my mom passing away um, shifted the whole direction of a generation of, yeah. of, of a family tree. You know. Yeah. I'm the last part. There's no other Bacas. There's no more Bacas. It's just me. The whole family depends on me to change everything. So you know, here we are, man. Things happen for a reason. And 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 this is something that I like. Uh, me and my wife will, will drive, and and that's why I love her because we can really talk, mm-hmm. like really just conversate and stuff. And and she looks at life a different way, and I and I do it too. And she'll ask me stuff like, like uh, you know, if God is God is everywhere, why are they like? Why does the two year old woman, two year old girl, get hit with a straight bullet? Right. Why mentally handicapped children? Why yeah. they're born? All about stuff. And my my interpretation is this, right? And 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 again, I speak for myself only, right? Mm-hmm. I think God, I think very much God created us and, and, and has that. I don't think He has too much to do after that. I agree because it wouldn't make sense. Because <laughs> if, if that was the case, we would just be robots. We would just do whatever God does. If to do. God is the one thing He doesn't or cannot, which He doesn't mess with, is um, freedom of choice. Because the minute he starts fucking with freedom of choice is the minute that um, your love for him is not pure because now you know he exists. And now you love him because you don't want to go to hell. There's a different thing. But it, And if he's a father, he, he's not going to deal in your every days. He's going to give you lessons, the Bible, whether you take them to be literal or not. Don't kill, don't steal. He teaches you lessons, lets you roam free. Follow the lessons or don't follow them. Here are examples of people who have. Here's examples of people who haven't. Here are the theories, your stories, his plots. Read the Bible. That's all it really is. If anything, take the Bible as examples of things that you should or should not be doing and why and how they ended up in the person's positive or negative effects. He doesn't really have much to do with child being born Handicap. 
maybe the parents did drugs. Generational sins. Or just genetically, man. It just happens. It's it's so many. Nature's producing so many of these blanks. Humans, creatures, monkeys, whatever. You you make a million McDoubles. Some of those McDoubles. One of them going to be off to the side. One of them going to forget the cheese. It's just what happens, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, With the stray bullets, dude. He didn't make that guy shoot yeah. the guy that made the guy that made the bullet that made the guy. He didn't do it. Dude, he's just sitting back. And also, we all have a path to live, right? Some paths are harder than others. Some paths are easier. Some are felt dealt with different type of tasks and emotions and things. Mm-hmm. If you're born gay or with one arm or whatever it is, Outside of the normal that generate yeah. that, that's it's putting out, right? Not speaking on anything of those two, I'm just saying. Out of the normal, that's your test. Exactly. Me being a straight male, born in the U.S., it's pretty good. Oh, amazing, yeah. I got it pretty good. But I also have my own personal test. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I really wanted to do drugs. Wow. I fought through it. Don't do them as much. That's my test. You're ugly. You got to feed your kids. <laughs> You got to go to work. Yeah. Those are different tests. Oh, I don't want to sleep with this woman. I'm, these are different tests they go through, and, 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 and that is what it is. But you know? those people that have the test were well, born in, um, in in countries that are having freaking genocides. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and the test ultimately yeah. comes down to like, are you going to really what the test all ends up with is, are you going to put your faith in the God and God or in, in, in love and or are you going to blank? Yeah. Dude. It's got to be like 80, 20, maybe not that much. Maybe like 70 to go, uh, and let me go with God is like going to be the lesser amount of that. think it's 70? Uh, I think, I think. Yeah, you think it's 70, you're crazy. Do you think more people go with God than go without God? I think more people go without God. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So 70 s- go without God. And the, and the, the and 30 the, that, actually, that just give yeah, in to the, the pain. And, I think it's 90, 10. 90, By 10, the way, man. the world is going, dude, it might even yeah. be smaller than that. I agree, man. I'm just saying, we all have different tests in life that puts up for us. And and, and life isn't fair. At the end of the yeah. day, life isn't fair, right? Because We can both agree on because that. Because it is a random occurrence mm-hmm. with a purpose, which is really yeah. weird. You never see that anywhere in nature. It's just a random, a bunch of people meshing together in a city, in a world, in a continent, and then you're not supposed to run into each other. You're not supposed to get in fights. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to kill each other. Yeah. Th- th- those are the things, you know? <coughs> and then some things are just genuinely evil things to do. Raping children. and yeah. those are just That's just evilness, right? But random occurrences of bullets being flown and, dude, you got six billion people on the planet? It's going to happen. Things going to happen. It's how you deal with that pain, right? It's how and, you and tough it out. Listen, the pain is hard to deal with. We're, we're yeah. not sitting up here saying it's easy to deal with. Right. But you, you got to do it, man. You yeah, gotta, especially it. if there's people depending on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you have kids depending on you, if you have a family depending on you, you know, you you give up. That really messes your family up for generations. And those are the things that are like almost out of your control to have people depend on your family. You don't have yeah. a say that. Well, you if you if you produce kids... Yeah, that's not really out of your control. Right. No, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm saying then there's things that, that bring you bring up on yourself mm-hmm. because you see that it needs to happen to bring into hip hop. You see that there needs to be a a good, well-managed way to put shows together. Mm-hmm. This has to happen. No one else is going to do it. Fuck it. I'll do it. There has to be... Kick down the clubhouse, man. <laughs> there has to be good, in-depth, 
one-on-one true interviews. Yep. Why? Because they're necessary to keep hip-hop at a certain standard, to expose the artist to a certain, in, a, in a certain light. It, but, but, no one's going to do it? Fuck it, I'll do it. Those are things you bring upon yourself, right? That later on, you feel total and 100% responsibility for it because you were meant to do them. Yeah. That's why you're here. You know what I'm saying? And like you're saying, if you hadn't lived through the death of your mom mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you wouldn't be Baca. I feel like I'm here to, to change the Baca. The whole family's depending on me to change. You know what I'm saying? We come from drug dealers, drug users, drug abusers, gang members. Now you got this man that's going to change all that. And we're going to go down this this righteous path. Right. And it's a good boy to have, man. Some people are born uh, to do a, to make a difference and feel that they are. That's why Baca wants to run for Senate yeah. or Congressman. City Councilman, City baby. City Councilman. Like you, because you're like, hey, this needs to happen. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, you feel that. Dude, most people don't give a fuck, dog. They're, we're happy. But I see, They're most good. people are just going through the motions. Exactly. Just, you know, come home, be comfortable. I haven't been comfortable for a long time. Which is good. And I don't plan on being comfortable for a long time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good, yeah. Dude, there's a science to everything. Yeah. There's a certain way to do things. There's a certain way to live life. People, like you say, wake up, go to work, come home, blah, blah, blah. You go, dude, people. Is that living, though? Is that something you want to do? They wake up, go to work, come home, eat dinner, shower, go to sleep, dude, do it again the next day. Okay, where's... What where are, does your life begin? When do you start living? What are you contributing? Because this job, people have done it before you, and they're gonna do it after you when you get fired or you find a better job. That job is okay. The outside things that we create are things that have never been done. There's never been a Young Baca Productions, yeah. and that Young Baca Productions is branching off to the Anna Baca Foundation. We're gonna help these yep. people out. It's one for city council. That has Monday. never existed exactly. before. Those are the beautiful We're things. We're going to supply employment to these people right here. And then, you know, next few years, that employment branch is going to grow. Right. And we're going to do it, I man. like that. Yeah, I'm man. with it. I'm with Mike, it. Walk in my bathroom right now. It says, people are depending on you to feed their families. Dot, dot, dot. Don't let them down. <laughs> it, man. On that note, let's, let's, let's close off the show. Uh, thank you for having me in your house, man. It's a beautiful yeah, home. You're always welcome, man. I enjoy there's it, man. Been, there's it's been cool. many rappers that slept on my couch right there. Many <laughs> battle rappers, many rappers. Yeah. Whenever they come into town, that's where they cat. Many where more, sleep. many more. So go ahead, Baca. Take us out. Each one, teach one. Concept 714, Young Baca. Uh, Young Baca Productions. You can find us on SoundCloud. It's a, What do we just type in if we're looking for SoundCloud? We type in Wake the Flock Up. So uh, we are part of the Wake the Flock Up network. Uh, Wake the Flock Up. Young one, uh, each one, teach one, and um, flow and tell radio. Nice with uh, uh, abstract group. We didn't even talk about that, man. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you the next episode. But uh, yeah, so those are the three shows. Just go to SoundCloud.com/slash Wake the Flock Up. That is the Wake the Wake the Flock Up Network. Now it's been nice, you know, and you'll find all three shows. Uh, this show in particular airs every Tuesday. So tell a friend, tell your mom, cousins, neighbors. That's what we need, right? We don't have billboards. We don't have commercials. Nope. We need people to tell other people about this podcast. Yeah, man. Look, we we just two guys with a love for hip hop and a love for life and a love for love. For for we really just want to spread the word that there's positivity. There's um there's a light at the end of the hip hop tunnel. We just want people to do what Young Baca tells them to do. If we do that, we're fine, right? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I'm each one, teacher, baby. Peace.